Welcome. This is Jazz Just the Way We Like It. My name is Alfonso Severos, and this is my weekly jazz podcast. Jazz Just the Way We Like It is recorded live at Brick Arts in downtown Brooklyn, the People's Republic of Brooklyn. We play those classic jazz songs of the 1950s, the 1960s, and the 1970s. Those songs I grew up on and listened to as a young man. And here I am again playing them for your pleasure. We also play this music to introduce a younger generation to this creative, true American art form known as jazz. I'm here in the studio once again with my good friend Lawrence Williams. How you doing, Lawrence? Okay, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm pretty <laughs> good, man. Pretty good. Beautiful weather today. Oh, yeah. It was so God, no, I don't even have to have a coat on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think today will be the first day we get to 70 degrees. Yeah, yeah. It looks like it. Yeah. I was uh, online this morning uh, reading the Times. Uh, it's amazing, man. You Nobody buys the paper anymore. Yeah, that's true. Um, and uh, I was reading this article by a guy who I really like, uh, Paul Kugman. Um, who's an economist, and he wrote a piece in the far, in the opinion section. Uh, Krugman, I think his name is, K-R-U-G-M-A-N. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, and he was talking about the findings of the Mueller report. Now, you know, the Mueller report is in, and, and, and sometimes people, people think it's about investigating collusion and what have you, and the original intent of the report was to uh, investigate the extent of Russian interference in the election. And his findings, his, his, not his findings, but he sort of summarized that here we have a foreign power that intervened in the election uh, to support Donald Trump. And Trump campaign was aware of it. And not only that, they encouraged it. And after he was elected, Trump blocked any attempt to investigate it or attempted to block any attempt to investigate it. And he see he he looks at that and even though it's uh he basically said it was treason. Do you agree with that? Um I don't know, treason is a strong word I and, know it is. and and it also uh uh means to me, someone who's treasonous wants to harm the country as a whole. I mean, <clears throat> what what happened with the with this situation? It does harm our institutions in terms of uh, having fair fair uh, fair elections. So maybe in terms of that, uh, you might interpret it that way. And you know, lawyers are able to put a twist on just about anything. And but it's whether or not the the, the definition of treason. I don't know if this falls in as uh, um, a treason. Tre treasonous act. act. Yeah, treasonous act. I'm not sure whether or not it does yeah. or not. All I know is that I think, not that I know, but I think that he was aware of this and that he encouraged it if because he is such a liar. And he doesn't, I mean, he doesn't know what the truth is and, you know, Words are used to uh, promote whatever his agenda is. So as a liar, you know, you, you expect anything from him. If you think that this occurred under Barack Obama oh. and he was accused of um, knowing that a foreign uh, country was intervening in the election and he encouraged it, will there be any discussion of treason? No. <laughs> no. That was a quick no. No. Absolutely. No. No. And that was the point, one of the points he was making. And he said the GOP, he was basically saying the, G, the, the GOP sold its soul, basically sold out the country. It sold it out by not only the tax to the rich and cutting social programs, but it built a platform on identity politics. And he was talking about, of course, white identity politics. Yeah. Uh, it was an interesting article. I, I, I got it. Maybe I got it. Uh, is yeah. it still, is still on? It's today's New York Times okay, in the opinion section. Okay. I'm interesting. Gonna, I'm going to read um, it. And, and, you know, these discussions are, are going on. I think people need to be aware of, of, of 
of uh, what's what is being discussed and the topics and how it it it, it uh, affects us, man. Do you think it's going to go any further? Do you think that the the con- Congress is going to put him? Uh, uh, what's the term? Uh, uh, when they put a president on trial yeah i know yeah. impeachment impeachment do you think that, uh, i think i think the house will pass it because there's democratic control yeah and the senate will but block do they, it do they have enough uh, uh evidence because the report is saying that he's they don't have enough evidence to say yay or nay it's 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 a constitutional question i mean uh knowing something and encouraging a foreign power to interfere in an american presidential election is uh, it's if not treason, it's definitely un-American. So whether yeah. Oh, yeah. it, it crosses that ground, I don't think it'll get to the courts. I don't think it'll get to that point unless something major comes out. out. Yeah. yeah, but if anything major was going to come out, it should have came out by now, don't you think? Possibly. Yeah. I don't, Possibly. I, I mean, like they've squeezed as much out of the the. The Mullins report. Yeah, yeah, they squeezed as much out of the people that they found guilty. I think they. I don't think they could squeeze any more out of them. What else can they offer? Well, to get better time. I mean, I'm, I'm quite sure they they offered up as much as they could to get the best time that they could. Yeah. What did they? What did we have? Like ten, twelve people yeah. went to jail. Yeah. Man, something <laughs> illegal was occurring. There's no oh, yeah. doubt about that. No, now, whether it, it goes to the White House or not. Um, you know, the problem is proving it. Yeah, that the thing was that they, none of his kids or son-in-law ever got uh, charged with a crime. Yeah, yeah. So I Be- think that's where the line stops. I th- it's it's not so much that they <laughs> haven't done it; they just can't prove it because each one has each other's back. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's the, that's more a situation like that. Uh, and then you know that brings us to the election, and we'll talk about that in a in a, in a second, Larry, okay. because this election is going to be very interesting. Oh yeah. Uh, but before we 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 you know discuss that, uh, I we you know we always start the show with a song that has social significance uh, around social consciousness, social justice, social issues. And here's one man that going back 1975, Nina Simone. I wish I knew how it meant to be free. Sit back and enjoy. Don't leave me. 
How sweet it would be to find that I could fly. I'd soar to the sun and look down at the sea. Then I'd sing, cause I know how it feels to be free. Then I'd sing, cause I know. Wish I could break all the things that bind us apart. Wish you could know what it means to be me. And you'd see, you'd agree. Everybody should be free, cause if we ain't, we're murderous. Like a bird in the sky. How sweet it would be. I could find that I could fly. So to the sun. Look down and see me. I know. Yes, I know. Oh, yeah. It's moving now. I know, got news for you. I already know. Jonathan Livingston Seagull ain't got nothing on me. I don't think I've heard that rendition by her, but that is real. I mean, yeah. she really was into that one. Yeah, that she sung this was 1975. Oh, okay. Uh, there's a documentary on Netflix on her life. Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah. It was really real. I mean, but it was so honest, you know, yeah. in terms of like what she went through and what her daughter went through in terms of being a mother and daughter situation. And it's kind of sad. Her, yeah, that part ending. of it. Yeah, that part of it was sad. That yeah, was she, really sad. she ended up living in France, man, and kind of struggling in France. Yeah. And she was such a creative icon. Oh, man, I, I remember when I, my first year in college, she, uh, Hunter had a, uh, a uh, what do you call it, concert series. Yeah. And she was she was yeah, tough. Yeah. She was tough on the audience, man. Oh she, yeah, Nina she didn't was play. Good. She didn't play. 
Yeah. You didn't what you didn't clap right. You didn't there wasn't enough people in the audience. She let you know. She yeah. let you know. Yeah. No uncertain terms. No uncertain terms either. Yeah, you can you could hear her classical training on that piano. Oh yeah. 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 <clears throat> She's like she can play, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 It's it's interesting. Uh, the improvisation was yeah. there too. I, I I love it. Yeah. I was reading that Nina's early goal was to play at Carnegie Hall, but that wasn't going to happen because in the 50s and early 60s because of she was black. Yeah. Yeah. Uh that's that's really something, man. Uh wow. Yeah, that was good, man. Yeah. Getting back to this election, man, because today Joe Biden is having a rally and everyone anticipates that he is going to throw his hat in the pot. Okay. Man, now you got a former vice president, what is he, 78, 77, Joe Biden. You have an independent socialist and Bernie Sanders. He's about around the same age. Uh, You got Harris, the African-American senator, woman from California, you got uh, who else do we have? We have Elizabeth Warren. Right. Uh, we have Julio. What's his last name? Castillo, the uh, Mexican American. Um, you have a pretty mixed pot. Then you and have then, the gay guy. Yeah. What's his Pete? Uh, yeah, Pete. Uh, I forget his last yeah, name. Yeah, he's a mayor. Yeah, he's mayor of uh, of um, was it Minnesota? Or Minneapolis? Yeah. Minneapolis. Yeah. But he's been a mayor for I th- I thought he just got he was just got into politics. He's been in politics for a little while. Yeah, he's young, thirty yeah. something years old. Thirty seven. Yeah, and then you have this guy who's not a Democrat nor a Republican, independent, who's Asian American. I don't know if you heard of Andrew Yang. I haven't heard of him. Yet. Oh yeah, he has a whole different platform. Oh wow. Uh, so this is going to be really really interesting. Right now. Sanders is is uh, 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 leading in the polls. Okay. And according to some of the polls, Sanders will beat Trump by a few points. If Joe Biden jumps in, Joe Biden's going to go to the number one spot. Right. So it's going to be really, really interesting. You know, traditional Democrats will probably go with Joe Biden. The younger and the and people on the left. We'll go with uh, Sanders. Here's the question. What does the African-American vote go to or Latino vote? Um, ooh, that's a good question. Um, I think a lot of African-American, uh, especially women, would probably go to Harris, probably. Um but if it comes down between Biden and Sanders, if it comes down between Biden and Sanders, I think most of them would go to Biden because of the fact that he had a good relationship with Obama. You think that would swing it? I think that would be the emotional part of the uh, of the vote. You think that would break down by age? Older African Americans going to Biden, younger, more progressive African Americans going towards Sanders. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think it. I think it would break down the age because I didn't really realize how uh, popular Ber- uh, Bernie was. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I you know, yeah. I mean, and both these guys are in, in this in their seventies, and they still have a chance of becoming president of yeah. this country, which is, which is to say a lot about the country. The the and the, the fact that uh, people are living longer and and being healthier both yeah. mentally and physically. Yeah, the guy in the White House is what, 72, so, no, yeah, yeah, 73? He's, he's, yeah, he's he's yeah. our age. Yeah. yeah what so. you mean our age? <laughs> <laughs> Your age, brother. <laughs> you older than I am. <laughs> well, let's let's move on, folks. Be a little jazz in here. Um, keeping in line with Nina Simone and I wish I knew how it meant to be free. Here's a song that was done by John Coltrane, man. It's called Alabama. And it was, he composed this song after the, uh, the 16th Street bombing in um, Birmingham, Alabama, in which, what, four little girls were killed? Yeah, four little girls were yeah. killed. So this is, you know, this is a, a sort of jazz musical testimonial 
to that event and the loss of those young lives. So sit back and enjoy this. Uh, and let's see how it goes. Here we go. <laughs>
Alabama of John Coltrane, uh, recorded in uh, 1963, based on the uh, uh, 16th Street Baptist Church bombing, in which four young African-American girls died. Hey, Larry, how'd you like that piece? Oh, man, that was, like, really solemn. Um, uh, to talk about, like, um, you know, what happened with the poor young young lady and for John to, you know, to put the music together to, to uh, for the repairs, I think. Yes. Yeah. So he really hooked it up, you know. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's capable of doing so many different things. There's I such know. range with him that forget about it. It's, uh, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. It's always beautiful to hear him. And he has this, his fantastic ability to, to create a whole emotional atmosphere yeah. with his music. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. I remember seeing that on television in 1963. The, um, the bombing, about the bombing. Man, the 60s was something, especially the early 60s. Yeah. You remember, mm. did you, um, I remember watching some of the civil rights demonstrations on television, because all we could do is in New York, in Brooklyn, is to watch it. Yeah. Your, your family's from the South. My mom is from the South. My dad was born in Jersey. Jersey, oh, but okay. uh, my uh, but his folks are from the south, um, you know. But they came up, probably part of the Great Migration. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Um, with the civil rights thing, I remember like I was on the line um, uh, at Downstate when they were protesting, trying to get jobs for um, mm. African Americans there at the time that Downstate was being built. And uh, I had to make a decision that day whether or not I wanted to go to jail or not go to jail. I decided not to go to jail yeah. uh, because if I would have sat down and just stayed there, yeah. I would have went to jail that day. Um, and then I'd seen uh, Malcolm come to uh, Boys High, and then we walked up to yeah. uh, the church that was down the block. I, I mean, like I was, it was a lot of stuff that I, I saw I was actually exactly. involved, involved in. Yeah. And... Uh, same here, man. Yeah. I I, uh, I got got memories, man. I I, I was at uh, when when King came and did his speech uh, beyond the war in Vietnam. I went up to uh, St. John's Divine, uh, River, no Riverside Riverside Church, man. Yeah. I was in college then. But yeah, like you, man, participated in so many things. But going back to the, the South, yeah, my my mother's family is from uh, is out of Charleston on my mother's side. Uh -huh. uh, and they migrated, man. They just picked up everything and moved to Harlem. Yeah. My father mm -hmm. is Virginia, Virginia. Yeah, that's where my, my dad's folks are from. Yeah, uh, mine is from Norfolk, Virginia. Uh, the, the town that, the Borden town is the, yeah. the, that's where we have property down there right now. Yeah, it's amazing, man, yeah. you know. Yeah. I never, I always had to think about going south and still do, man. I just, you know, but so much of it is beginning to change. They're taking down the, the statues. I just heard that Mississippi no longer will have the f Confederate flag automatically put on license plates. Okay. Little small steps, Step. but they're meaningful. Oh, yeah, they definitely yeah. are. They definitely are. I mean, it's changed, like, even from when I used to, I used to go down there as a kid in, in the 50s. Oh, okay. And that was, like, you know, uh, water fountains and yeah. entrances to stores and all kind of different things that I wasn't used to up in the north. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and then I went there back down, down there in the 60s and I saw a little slight change, slight change. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it was starting to change, and now it's it's changed. I think it's changed a lot. Yeah. But some of those places, like Mississippi and Alabama, oh, and yeah. those places, oh, yeah. they are not changing. No, they no. are not changing. You just have to have a generation die off, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. That's rooted deep. Yeah. That's, that's right. rooted deep, man. Yeah. 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 Uh, wow, man. You know, that's the Trump's maker. That's Magda's country right there. Yeah. 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 All right, man. Here's let's let's move to something completely different, man. Uh, Mary McKeever, and and uh, man, I remember her. But uh, this is a song, you know. All of us heard the song "The Lion Sleeps Tonight" that was done by the Tokens uh, back in the late fifties, I believe, early sixties. Uh, but that was actually based on a folk song from South Africa. Uh, from the Zulus. Oh, wow. And they sung that song for hundreds of years. Wow. So Mary McKeever is singing the original Zulu song in which the song The Lion Sleeps Tonight is based on. Uh, and the name of this is, uh, what does that say, Larry? The, the Lion Sleeps Tonight. That's it, The Lion Sleeps Tonight. Mary McKeever, she's from South Africa, folks, and uh, she was one of the first South African singers who... Uh, migrated to the states chased out because of apartheid at that time so sit back and enjoy this
that goes right to your African DNA, man. You can't help but move. That's yeah. Miriam McKeever, the lion sleeps tonight. Wow, that was bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time I think I heard that one, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and she puts a uh, language in there, too, that, that clicking sound. Yeah, yeah. She yeah she's it. famous for that clicking sound. Yeah. But I, I never made the connection between that song and a South African Zulu song. No, neither did I. That's that's like I said. Yeah. And when I read about it, the group that sung that never ever acknowledged. Acknowledged. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's just the way it has gone. But uh, that definitely got that uh, African DNA in us moving, boy. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here's another man. Um, I I just love this brother, Oscar Peterson, man, and. Uh, you know, of course, he's Canadian. He put out over 200 albums. Wow. Yeah, he was, this guy is a musical genius. Uh, he's no longer with us, folks. But this is a song he did. Uh, once again, uh, he dedicated this and wrote this song uh, around the civil rights movement. And it's called Hymn to Freedom. But it's interesting, he's Canadian, but it, it, you can recognize the beginning, that gospel roots, and then he takes it into that jazz. So uh, sit back and enjoy this, man. This is the Oscar Peterson Trio, Hymn to Freedom.
the maestro, man, the maestro, Oscar Peterson, Hymn to Freedom, recorded in 1964, a dedication to the civil rights struggle, man. That's beautiful, Larry. Yeah, well, that, that uh, he's such a, a virtuoso with the, with the piano. I mean, like the, his fingers, the dexterity, yeah. the, the movement, yeah. the way he improvises and comes right back to the... Uh, the melody. You know, yeah, I mean, he goes man. out and then comes back. Genius, goes out comes man. Yeah. Genius. Yeah. Genius. Yeah. Man. Wow. I hope, folks, you hope you enjoyed that, man. That is the man, Oscar Peterson. All right, man. Let's keep moving, man. Here's an old group, man. Jazz Crusaders. This is an old piece by the Jazz Crusaders. Them brothers played for a long time. Yeah, sure I think they're still out there. I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I think Joe Samples is out there. I know he's out there. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. This is a uh, piece by the Jazz Crusaders. It, uh, what's, what's the name of this piece? What does it say, Larry? I can't see, uh, man. Way Back Home. Way Back Home, man. Yeah, you got to find your way back home no matter where you go. That's for sure. So f- sit back and enjoy the Jazz Crusaders, folks. Oh, yeah, that was Weatherbeat. I'd like to let you know that this song is very soulful, written by Mr. Wilton Felder, and I want him to know that you still love him. Mr. Wilton Felder, do you love him? That's what I'm talking about. We want you to know this was written by Wilton Felder. It's very soulful. We call this Way Back Home. Written by Mr. Felder. But I got to
That song is very soulful. Let me talk to you one more time about the gentleman who's performing with you tonight. One more time on drums, Mr. Boyes, Lucas on drums, Boyes, Lucas. On bass. Mr. Reggie Sullivan on bass. Reggie! Domo Rigato Gazanas. And one more time for an incredible entrepreneur, meaning an incredible musician. Our guest, saxophonist in honor of Mr. Wilton Felder on saxophones, Mr. Gerald Albright, please. Gerald! Albright, saxophone. And my childhood sweetheart. <laughs> I said, my childhood sweetheart. You didn't hear me. <laughs> Please. On piano. None other than Mr. Joe Sampo. Piano, Joe. Joe Sampo. Piano. Domo Rigato Gazamas. Wayne Henderson. Trombone. The Jazz Crusaders. The Jazz Crusaders. I know you like that, Larry. Oh yeah, I love the I love the Jazz Crusaders. They're, they're, they're great yeah, groups. yeah. Great, great groups. I actually one one time, um, um, 
I think it was like 2001 or 2002, mm -hmm. I went to this concert um, out in Virginia called the Capitol Jazz Concert. It was like out in this big field, like, a, yeah. like in uh, Woodstock. Yes. And that day it rained like it rained the night before, so the field was muddy. And uh, I yeah. had like this thing that I used to cover my car with. I put that on the on the on the on the ground, and and that's how I sat and listened to the music. Oh yeah. And it, and, and Joe Sample was there. He did such a great job. I mean, I mean, it was just it wasn't the Crusaders. It was just him and his group at at that point. Yeah. Uh, but they get back together, so it's like. I love when they get together. And they've been around a long time. Yeah, they've been time. around a long time. Jazz Crusaders. I got an album when them guys look young. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Picture on the album. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, Larry, it's almost that time, man. But we can get one more in there, okay. man. And that's, I like this, man. You, I don't know if you heard this one. This is a, a version of Four Women, uh, Nina Simone record. Okay. And uh, actually, one of the singers in it, because it's four different women singing, is Nina Simone's daughter. Uh huh. Uh, Lisa Simone? Yes, yes. So, uh, four women, man, sit back and, and groove on this. <laughs> Sophronia, my name is Sophronia, 
Sophronia is my Women, man, with uh, Lisa uh, Simone, Diane Reeves, Liz Wright, and Angelica Killjoy. Kidjoy. Man, Larry. That was beautiful, man. That was beautiful. And you, if you ever heard Nina sing it, yes. it's like they they duplicated how she, how she did it with four different voices. Yeah. And it, it's so beautiful. I mean, the way that they come out with the, oh, God. Yeah, it's good, man. Yeah, and Nina's daughter. I was I didn't realize that Nina daughter Nina's daughter uh, sang. I didn't realize that. Yeah, and uh, she's a good singer as well. Yeah, man, they they're all good singers. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. I I uh, started looking up Liz um uh Wright. Okay, L- Liz Wright. Which she, one is which one is Liz Wright? Was right she the here. first one? No, the second one. The this second. one right here. She uh has a whole bunch of albums out, man. Oh, she ha- yeah. yeah. She has a fantastic voice. That's what I was going to ask you about. I was one quite sure. Yeah. I was going to ask you. And about. she looks good, man. Oh yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And Nina's daughter has fluid movement in this thing too. If yeah. You, if you actually have watched uh, her movement, it's I, like I did. Very yeah. graceful. Yeah. Very graceful. We're watching the video as we play the music, folks, so you yeah. can understand what we're talking about. about. Yeah. Oh man, it's been fun, Larry. Man, this has been great. Yeah, yeah. This was a good. This really good. Really, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. but it's that time, man. You know. Uh, so, uh, 
I want to thank everyone for listening to us, and I hope you enjoyed the podcast. You can always listen to old episodes by going to Radio Public and typing in jazz just the way we like it. Once again, thanks for listening, and as always, peace and love.